This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back, Silver and Black Today. An Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders, and we are here talking about uh, the Raiders' loss to the Chiefs, but also moving forward, some of the questions this team needs to answer. Mo and I, before the break, were talking about the needs that this team has. It's not just one or two players on both sides of the ball. It's multiple on both sides of the ball. We're going to get into that a little bit here as we talk about Aiden O'Connell. You look at Aiden O'Connell. Just to go to my stats, 23 of 33, 248 yards, one touchdown, a passer rating of 101.6, and of course, didn't turn the ball over. That's huge when you're talking about a rookie quarterback. And uh, for this fourth-round kid out of Purdue, uh, has done well over his five starts. He's had his moments, and and of course, uh, we've seen those, and, the, and they've hurt the Raiders at times, and other times it just is what it is. But when you look at what he's learned over five games, Mo, and what we, I think more importantly, and of course the coaching staff, the player personnel at the Raiders, we said going into this, play him. We don't know what you have. You got to see what you have. And so far, I'm going to make the bold statement. You ready, Mo? People won't like it. And you know how much I like Aiden O'Connell. I've been cheering for him to do well, okay? What I see is a quarterback given more time can develop into possibly, possibly a starter, but more likely a really good backup. And I know it's early. I'm just going based on early results. This could change. But from what I've seen and the way the game has changed and his, uh, his, his abilities, which are many, and his, his lack of mobility, I think that's what I see so far. Now, the last five games... If he becomes some playmaking quarterback that we we have we saw him do in college more of, fine. But that's where I'm at with it. Where do you sit? What have you seen over these five games with Aiden O'Connell? Can people start to think that this is your guy for the future, or are you more closer to the camp that I'm in? Scott, at this point, there's not much Aiden O'Connell can do other than lead the Raiders to a playoff, <laughs> you know, multiple playoff wins to yeah. make to prevent me from drafting a quarterback. Right. We've hit, we've heard it for now for we've heard it now for months. This is probably going to be the best quarterback class since 2018. 
That was the year Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen all came out. So you're going to have a handful or more of blue chip prospects, first round prospects coming out. I'm drafting a quarterback. Even if Aiden O'Connell could, and it, let me say this first, right? Aiden O'Connell has made improvements. Let's make that clear. I talked Absolutely. about him on Bleacher Report live on Sunday. He had a career high in passing yards on Sunday against a really good Chiefs defense. We talked about it, how good the Chiefs defense is. 248 yards, right? Threw a touchdown pass. He had a perfect passer rating on that very first drive when the Reds went down the field. So you could see the progress, but I'm not here to say Aiden O'Connell is the guy. To me, at this point, as I said, barring a run to the AFC championship game, the Raiders are drafting a quarterback in the first round because, as I talked about at the end of last segment, in today's league, the quarterback is not just a, a passer. He's a playmaker. playmaker. I don't know if anybody right. watched right. Lamar Jackson last night. There were times where Lamar Jackson didn't have the best pass protection. Khalil Mack was on the prowl Sunday night. And what did Lamar Jackson do? Use his legs. C.J. Stroud on Sunday led the Houston Texans in rushing. Remember we talked about, oh, C.J. Stroud can't move. Led the Houston Texans in rushing with 47 yards on Sunday. At some point, your offensive line is going to break down. We, we you know, I'll t- my guy Sobo over at Bleach Report talks about it all the time. The offensive line play isn't as good as it was a decade ago, and that part of that is because of limited practices that the players can have now, which is part of the pl- collecting and bargaining agreement, but that's a whole other discussion. But the offensive line play isn't as good as it used to be. So your quarterback is going to have to be able to make plays with his legs more often than not compared to years past. And when you have a limited quarterback like Aiden O'Connell, you know, you, you, you handcuff yourself to the play of your offensive line. So if the offensive line struggles, he's going to struggle. And I think we have to look at that and say, that's not something Aiden O'Connell can fix or work on. That's just what he is. He's a pocket passing quarterback. So that's never going to get much better. But what I can say is he's I think he's reading coverages and reading defenses better. And that's why you're seeing him throw for more yards against a top tier defense. Now, again, season career high in passing yards, season high in, in passer rating, which is good. You're seeing improvement. But I think at this point, if we're judging him today, if we're assessing him now, I could see a high end backup that could come in if your starter gets dinged up. I could see a spot starter if whatever reason your starter isn't available. You keep him around and you develop him. But that's what you expect out of a fourth round pick anyway. Yeah, I I agree 100%. And I think you saw, I mean, you you talked about Stroud. I watched that uh, Stroud-Lawrence game, the Jags and, and the Texans. And it was a perfect example. If you want to see what a quarterback has to do in the NFL today, on both sides, both of them had amazing games. And they created Mm -hmm. plays all the time with their legs. And I think Mm -hmm. that's where – and remember, remember who drafted Aiden O'Connell. That's not his fault. He is, Like you said, he is what he is. He's a good quarterback, no question. But remember who drafted him and what they wanted and how their system was. They're the same guys who signed Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not comparing those two guys. One's at the beginning of his career and has got a good way to go. But I just think that you're right. You, you, can't, you can't say, hey, he can do it, and you, he just needs more time. It becomes a, a, a point where you, you have to look at always getting better. And this, to your point about the draft, the Raiders have an opportunity. And again, I've gotten in these discussions the last couple of weeks with folks about, well, we can't. We got to get an offensive line before we get a quarterback. No, we talked about it on last week's show, right? No, you go get the quarterback first. 
this league, that's what you have to do. If you look at the team succeeding, who's succeeding and why? I mean, ask yourself, right? Is somebody with a bad quarterback succeeding? Okay, I know our good friend Jarrett Bailey will say the Steelers are, although although uh, Pickett had a good game Sunday against the Bengals. But, but I think that overall, when you look at it, it's pretty clear that you have to have transcendent quarterback play. You have to have a guy who can create plays to do it. So, yeah, so no matter where Aiden O'Connell is, and it's not a failure if after this season they go draft a quarterback and Aiden O'Connell's your backup. It's, hey, I would, I'd feel really good about Aiden O'Connell being my backup. I mean, that would be an amazing thing. Or if he doesn't want to be a backup and he gets a chance somewhere else, so be it. But to me, we've seen what we've seen. And so you just have to start thinking about what's next. And so the Raiders, I wanted them to do it last year, to do everything they could to get up in the draft. And that was a thin quarterback draft. This, this year, they've got to do it, Mo. They've got to figure out. Yes, they have holes, but they're going to have to figure out after this Aiden O'Connell experiment, they're going to have to figure out how they move up, if they have to, that is, in the draft to get the guy that they want to lead their team for the next 10 years. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's the best case scenario for the Raiders at quarterback. Aiden O'Connell plays well for the last for the, for the Raiders' last five games. They draft the quarterback early in the draft, and they allow that rookie quarterback to battle with Aiden O'Connell at training camp and be the best man mm-hmm. win. I said the best thing that can happen is even if you draft the quarterback early and he's not ready for whatever reason to start week one, you don't have to throw him into the fray right away because you have Aiden O'Connell there to start the first, I don't know, four to eight, six to eight games. So you can have that Aiden O'Connell cushion time for your quarterback to for your rookie quarterback to develop. Now I know a lot of the guys nowadays are just thrown in week one: C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young. But you got to remember, those guys were were top five picks. So if the Raiders, let's say they have the fifteenth pick, and it's a quarterback who's maybe ready for week one, but not a lock to start, they have they have Aiden O'Connell there to to begin the season and hand the baton off at some point. So. It's, it's a good problem to have when you have a capable, high-level backup borderline starter and then a young, high-end, high-ceiling rookie quarterback in your back pocket. The, for what, But whatever the case is, as you said, the Raiders have to solve their quarterback situation because you're not going to win many games with mediocre quarterback play unless the other parts of your roster are that good. And you, you mentioned the Steelers, right? Kenny Pickett. The problem with the Steelers is they're they're a borderline playoff team. I understand what their record is; they're seven and four and everything. But even Jared Bar- Bailey will tell you, and if you could just look at his you know his social media, he says it. When the Steelers going to play good teams in the AFC, they they have no shot because they're limited quarterback play, and as, yes. and it's just the truth. Unless yes. you have the the eighty five Bears defense or the two thousand Baltimore Ravens defense, you're only going to go but so far with a strong defense. You need to get your quarterback, find your franchise quarterback, and move on from there. No question. And and you look at it this way too. And here's where I think, and and the last two topics of conversation. Of course, we're going to close the show uh, after the next break, talking about the coaching situation. But the other thing here too is. Drafting a quarterback. So I'm going to assume, I th- the, just reading tea leaves, Mo, that Champ Paley is going to get the job. He's going to get the job 
Champ Kelly. Champ excuse Kelly. Me. Champ Bailey. <laughs> talking about players. Champ Kelly uh, is going to get the job. Okay. Uh, I for some reason I believe it because we heard Mark Davis said he wanted to hire him originally, but then the whole McDaniel Ziegler thing happened. So I, I'm going to go on that assumption, and I'm going to go also on the assumption that hey, you still draft a quarterback, right? Um, even with the needs you have, but you don't know for sure who your coach is. You don't know what system you're running, right? So so there's a little bit of dependencies. There's a little bit of kind of yin and yang here when you're talking about the future of the quarterback position. There's already been stories floated, including from our good friend Vinny Bonsignor, about Champ Kelly. Champ Kelly drafted Justin Fields. The Bears are going to get rid of Justin Fields. So you could be in a situation where you have uh, a Justin Fields and a rookie, depending on what they do with the contract coming over from the Bears. It's a whole different situation. Unless Champ, Champ Kelly says, I'm committed to Justin Fields as our long-term viable starting quarterback. That could happen. It, it could happen. I like Justin Fields. I don't know if he's the answer. We'll see Chicago such a terrible situation. So there's a lot of moving parts, and we don't know. It's hard to even guess, Mo, what the answer will be at quarterback because we don't know permanent positions yet on GM, on head coach, and what the future looks like for the Raiders. Aiden O'Connell, does he play a part of it? Absolutely. I think he'll be in camp. It's cheap. He's there. He's under contract. He'll be there for the Raiders, who he'll be competing with. And I love that you brought that up because I think that's what has to happen. No matter who comes in, it has to be an open competition. That's the best way to do it, I think, with quarterbacks uh, coming in, especially young ones. So so there's a lot to consider here before they make that choice and before they decide which direction they're going to go. Connecting the dots very well there. I like the Justin Fields idea. I know some Raider fans don't. I, I, I'm still a Justin Fields believer. I don't know how so many are out there because the Bears have, have not been good this year. But I think I think Justin Fields is a starter in this league. And I think if put in a good situation, he can flourish. My one concern about Justin Fields, my biggest concern, I should say, is can he stay healthy? Because he's been yes. dinged up because he, he, moves, he moves out of the pocket a lot. He has the mobility that I like. The problem is he's been hurt. He was hurt last year for a stretch. He was hurt this year for a stretch. So he's got to stay healthy. But I think Justin Fields could be a star in this league. And if Champ Kelly is going to be the the full-time GM, I could definitely see a Bears-Raiders deal where Justin Fields comes to Las Vegas. And they still – I would still draft the quarterback. If, so maybe I, not in the first 100%. round. Maybe in, this, maybe in the second round. I would still have some competition because then you have Justin Fields, you have Aiden O'Connell, and then you have a rookie quarterback. And as I said – May the best quarterback win. You keep bringing in quarterbacks until you find your guy. Absolutely. And by the way, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to the Raiders uh, for future compensation moving up and and getting getting another second round pick or another first round pick if they can a low low first round pick for future compensation so that you can get your quarterback and something else defense or offense offensive line in that first round. Heck yeah. We'll have plenty of time to talk about that once we get to February. Um, mm-hmm. But but anyway, but that to me is also important. And that's why as much as people like Antonio Pierce, I don't think you can commit to him because you have all these other things that you have to do. Now, you could say bring in a great OC. Who's going to come to the Raiders that's a proven OC that's a, a, a quarterback uh, whisperer? We don't know. I don't know that there's anybody out there or that Antonio Pierce knows them or that he could get them there, number one. So when you talk about the coaching situation too, knowing that you're going to probably bring in a quarterback or two and the future of your offense could be different, 
boy, you, you want to make sure you have the right guy to do that. And so whether that's Antonio Pierce or somebody else, it's going to be a tough decision. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about the coaching situation and why, as much as you like him, you just got to wait and see what happens with Antonio Pierce. Is he the guy? Can't say that he is. Can't say that he isn't yet. Is there indications that he is? Sure. Is there indications that he's not? Yes. We'll talk about both when we come back here on Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Don't go anywhere. 